We're doing it. We're doing it. Yeah. Okay, so welcome everyone. Um, well, so far there's no one, but we're excited to create this space. So this is my response in some ways to a feeling of just so much gratitude that I have such incredible people in my life who are doing such amazing things. It's this desire I have to support the community and also some challenges and blocks that I'm feeling as a yoga teacher and business owner trying to pivot in response to what's happening in the world with COVID and the pandemic. And, you know, for, for someone like me, and I think I can speak for Simone as well, it's a challenge to put oneself out in the world in this digital way and to, um, and to be behind a camera and, and to figure out, you know, the lighting and the, <laughs> you know, how it feels to put yourself out there and wanting to create perfection or something that's really in service to people. And um, for me with my podcast, you know, I've filmed uh, or I've recorded some incredible interviews, but then it sits in my computer for months and months on end because I want to put together show notes and make sure that everything is is just so. It's that perfectionist side that I'm personally working on. So, um, yeah, so today I am really honored and excited to just be experimenting with this live feature and to be in the, in the beautiful home of Simone McKay, who some of you have had the privilege, I'm sure, and I hope to have studied with Simone and welcome to everyone who is just joining us now. Um, and some of you have maybe even heard the podcast, the Pure Flow Yoga podcast episode. It's one of our most listened to podcasts. I think Sweet. we're almost at 500 listens Ooh. now, which is big deal. So if you haven't checked that out, check it out. We talk a lot about yoga nidra and plant medicine and transformation through altered states. Um, and Simone has been on our yoga teacher training faculty for the last two years. Um, she is so qualified and insightful and wise. She could share everything, but I brought her on specifically to teach about the powerful science of yoga nidra. So I'm talking a lot, so I want to introduce you guys to Simone McKay. Round of applause, everyone. Hi. I'm so excited to have you here. Thank you. Yeah. So, oh, sorry. Well, I was just going to say, it's kind of an impromptu kind of idea. We just saw each other yesterday and we're like, hey, let's give this a shot. Give this a try. So here we are kind of having set up our makeshift kind of Studio. set up here. <laughs> and there's something that I really um, resonate with and just that word pivot, right? Is like we're all living in a world where we don't quite know what's next and how to, you know, how do we make a living? How do we do what we do in the world? And so um, I think we're all kind of sitting with like, how do we meet these times and, and literally pivot from one offering that we've had that is so, you know, based on people showing up to our events to now having to shift and still want to serve in the way that we do. 
um, and trying to figure out how to do that. It's massive. And, you know, I think a lot of people out there on Instagram or on social media make it look, make it look easy and effortless and they were ready to just make the shift. But for me personally, it's really been a lot more of this like gooey, chrysalis, caterpillar, not yet a butterfly totally. thing. Yeah. And this is a lot what we were talking about yesterday, just like this space where collectively we're kind of all in the soup. Yeah. Yeah. Can you speak sure. to that a little bit? Because I feel well, like you got a lot. The thing that intrigues me about these times is, you know, and this kind of draws back into the Yoga Nidra teachings and just yoga and, and kind of the wisdom traditions are all about recognizing the cycles of nature, the cycles yeah. of energy. And we seem to be very conditioned and value very much the kind of outgoing energy and the productive and the dynamic and the doing mode of life and very much, you know, undervalue the importance of the inward movement, the quiet time, the, the unknown periods. And I think this is the time we're in right now is like, it's an invitation of inward going and that's where the the shifts and changes and the nourishing and the fertilization happens of new things that need to emerge but we're not we're not there yet we need this time in the underworld to kind of dream up you know new possibilities and we're i think at a stage in humanity where it's so necessary to pivot on all levels right yeah. Yeah. How can we stay adaptable and flexible and I think hopeful as well? Definitely. Yeah. So yeah. That's, that's, um, I feel like a lot of people who are reaching out to me lately are just feeling like the, the words that keep on coming up are, I just want to feel like myself again. Mm. When people are missing who they've been and the identities that they were attached to or connected to. And it's like how to stay present and how to stay in faith in this knowing that we're not quite there yet and we don't quite know where there is. Yeah. Well, and I'd also kind of, you know, I think there's an opportunity to challenge that notion of like wanting to go back to your normal self. I think part of the exploration is actually getting to know those parts of you that don't usually get heard or have, you know, you have time to actually pay attention to those other aspects of yourself that are perhaps quieter voices. And so this again is an opportunity to kind of get to know what are those parts of me that, that, you know, I'm usually not, um, paying attention to because mm. I'm busy or I'm working or, you know, so I think, yes, there's a, a tendency to want to stay with the familiar, but in order to grow and transform and, and, you know, kind of take things in a new direction, we need to also start to get comfortable with the unknown territory and That's those the... parts of ourselves that, you know, we don't tend to pay much attention to. That's the magic is outside of the comfort zone exactly. equation. Yeah. So I wonder what do you what kind of qualities 
are you seeing or feeling or connecting to other people um, that are arising in this challenging time? Like how, how have your students been approaching you? What's, what's going on in the world as you see it? Yeah. Well, I mean, I'll honestly say I've been taking a lot of time to myself and really kind of just sitting with, um, you know, what, how can I best meet these times? Mm. Um, and so from a period of being sort of very sort of inward and, and not really doing a whole lot and putting a whole lot out there, I'm starting to feel that what's important is, um, I mean, we see like the numbers of mental health issues rising because they don't think that people necessarily have the skills to deal with the, the amount of stress that yeah. people are going through. So I really feel that um, a lot of the, you know, the practices that we teach with yoga and mindfulness and meditation, these are all ways that help deal with mental health um, imbalances or just that, mm. that shaky ground that we get into when we're super stressed. So I feel and sense a real need increasingly for sharing these kinds of practices so that people have tools that they can then skillfully manage the stress of these mm. times. Mm. And I think the other thing is that people who wouldn't necessarily consider that they need mental health support are actually starting to need more support because yeah. people, I mean, I think just in general as humans, we're social creatures and we need other people to mm -hmm. share witness mm -hmm. and to share dreams and to share motivation and account, like all of that kind of stuff. Yeah, totally. And I think what's really interesting, at least for me in this period, I've been, um, whoop, whoop. <laughs> I've been increasing. <laughs> This is our makeshift studio here. All right, there we there. go. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I've been seeing increasingly out there a lot of like attention brought to trauma. Yeah. Right? And yeah. all the, the research that is going into trauma and a lot of the um, platforms that people who have been doing like, you know, the research around what does trauma how does that show up in our bodies? And it's very much a, not just a mental thing, a physiological thing. And there's this window of tolerance that we have that, you know, if we can stay within that, our nervous systems are, are relaxed. And a big part of that is social engagement, right? So when we can be together and calm some one person is calm it kind of calms everybody else down and that's very healing to the nervous system so you know just to tie it back into the importance of like connection mm. is actually a really big piece of the healing journey that i think you know is so necessary and especially in the world today that there's this accumulation of trauma on so many levels whether it's you know, ancestral, whether it's within nations or, you know, all the turmoil and uprisings that we see that rightfully are happening, but it's a result out of an accumulation of historical trauma and so on, and just individually, too, what we carry from our own lives. Um, and I do feel like 
there's, um, you know, there's an increasing kind of lens turned towards how do we meet what is arising within us. And again, I kind of bring this back to the practices that we can do with yoga and, and pranayama and meditation are all ways that can help create a space and a container for that healing to mm. occur as we also, you know, socially engage with each other and kind of can help help each other through just by sharing this stuff and being with each other and offering real presence and yeah, care. Yeah. So I'll share with you guys just a really personal um, anecdote from my week. Um, I have been feeling just really just flooded with information and other people's opinions and voices in my head of all of the things that I need to do. And so this week I took myself on an intuitive retreat. So basically I wasn't making any plans. I wasn't committing to, to dates or anything. I was just really waking up with the intention of learning how to listen to my own intuition and guidance and really just nourishing myself. Um, and yesterday I woke up and I, I had a feeling to go and dance. So I went, um, we're, we're in Thailand right now and there's, there's no lockdown um, or anything here. So I feel really, 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 really blessed. But just to be really honest with you guys that that's, the, the reality as it's manifested here are is that there's no tourism. Um, my business, on many businesses have closed. It, it's a very different moment here, but there is a community of people who are engaging in these connection practices and these practices of dancing and singing and all of these things that really do offer this like therapeutic value of bringing us into connection and into expression and into flow into this movement of stagnant energies. So I ran into Simone yesterday and we were just talking as we do about all of the things and what she was just sharing about, you know, how we can help really to regulate each other and just to, you know, there's a, a concept called entrainment when somebody's vibrating mm -hmm. strongly, then you can kind of move towards that vibration. And I just, find, you know, being in your vibration just to be so calming and healing because mm. you, you do hold this really anchored presence that is a gift to the world. Mm, thank you. So, so I, I, so we decided that, okay, tomorrow today is Monday. So what's a really good way to start the week? And so I made my first plan with another person after this intuition retreat. And the plan was to go to the community garden. Mm -hmm. So this morning, we spent a few hours at the, the Pangan community garden, which is awesome. It's this beautiful response to COVID and it's all volunteer run and, um, you know, volunteering our time being in service is just one of these clear ways to find more joy but also just having our hands deeply in the earth and just, just, we were just weeding today, but it was intensely satisfying just to be dirty and to just connect to this process. But this roundabout story to just remind us that, you know, planting and weeding and nurturing, this mm. is like these cycles that you're talking about. Mm. And we're coming up to a new lunar cycle this Saturday. So mm -hmm. this Saturday is the new moon, the 17th of October. 
and you're launching something on that day. And new moons mm -hmm. are just such an incredible time to launch. So I would love if you can tell our <laughs> viewers yes. what you're doing. Yeah. Well, no coincidence that it's starting on the new moon, which is all about planting seeds. And so I've put together one of the things that has emerged out of a lot of this period of time of just being still and seeing what wants to emerge is um, offering some kind of mentoring and having taught um, for close to 20 years and running teacher trainings and so on, I think I've gathered a little bit of experience in teaching and holding space uh, for people. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and also having a social work background that I um, spent years counseling and doing crisis counseling. I have a capacity to be able to hold a pretty big container for big, big stuff that comes up. And uh, so I've put together this six-week mentoring, what I call soul-embodied mentoring. And um, we will, it'll be a combination of just uh, group work. It's a small group that comes together, and we still have a few spaces available um, where we drop in together as a community. So we're still, you know... Um, nurturing the sense of like we're all we're all doing this together um, but it'll also be I'll you know supply videos with um, little talks on some of the yoga teachings and a little asana practice and pranayama and yoga nidra uh, and we have a workbook with a list of practices that are very simple ways of just working it into your daily routine and part of it really is geared towards you know, growing into a new way of being. So, you know, envisioning what is it that I want, where do I want to be headed in my life? What kind of habits and condition tendencies do I need to kind of change or become aware of so that I can start to move in a different direction? And I think that it, you know, gives people an opportunity to kind of shift into something that's much more aligned with their heart and soul calling yeah um and it's good practical skills that you know just help us deal with the daily challenges that we come up against and so um yeah it's it's basically a lot of it is you know paced at your own in your own time but we drop in every week together um in order to kind of share what what we're learning and I've structured it according to the, the five koshas in yoga. Um, the philosophy of the koshas is basically that we have five layers to our being. And so each week we spend time diving into a little bit more depth into each layer, which starts with, we start with the physical body, and then we look at the energetic and breath body, and then we look at our mind and thoughts and emotions, and then... We look at our intuition and our deeper wisdom, and then we get to kind of the soul essence of who we are. So each week is structured and, and you know, practices are geared towards exploring those different layers of yourself. Mm. So I think ultimately it's a very holistic way of, you know, getting to know yourself um, and, and all of you. We tend to kind of hang out oftentimes in one in one, you know, 
part of ourselves, like we overemphasize and value perhaps our thinking mind a lot more than our intuitive, you know, um, intelligence. And so this is just a way to start to explore all facets of ourselves and perhaps discover things about ourselves that, um, that haven't had, you know, attention given to it. So I love yeah. it. And I love that you're using this beautiful framework as a lens to go in and have this really practical, mm-hmm. you know, here and now present moment, benefit right exactly soul embodied <laughs> so um i guess just a couple questions mm. first of all who is this for who yeah. who are you really hoping to serve through this and what can you expect on a week by week basis right. so there's the live call and there are these yeah. other resources yeah. how much time right. would you recommend people invest yeah this kind of more practical yeah. So who is it for? It really is for anybody who is interested in gaining more skills um, to just kind of handle their day-to-day challenges, but Mm. also a curiosity to kind of just go within and and get to know yourself more deeply. Um, But it's also a really good program, I think, for, um, and I had this partially in mind as I was creating it, was just integration so people have come off yoga trainings or retreats or some kind of transformational experience that in some way was somehow life-changing mm. or brought something alive in you that, you know, you return back to your normal life and then it kind of, the magic starts to disappear. You know, anyone who's done a plant medicine ceremony, for example, you know, so it's, it's, in part also for people who just want to kind of keep that magic alive and have time to integrate um, what that experience may have been and having these tools that help that integration. Um, So, you know, I think it, it speaks to quite a broad audience in terms of who, who might be interested in doing this. Um, what I offer every week is, as I had mentioned, there's, uh, there'll be a little asana practice, which are, are no more than 20 minutes. So I know for myself, being inundated with all this online stuff, it's like I want to listen to the podcasts and see the different talks, but sometimes if they're like an hour long, um, mm. it's just too much. So the practices that are pre-recorded are no more than 20 minutes. Um, which include a pranayama practice, an asana practice, a yoga nidra that would vary between 20 and 40 minutes. And that's just an audio, so it's something that, you know, you can play before going to bed or sometime during the day if you just need to drop in for a little meditation time. Um, And then um, I do have little talks that are anywhere between 10 and the first week is like a 30 minute talk, but every consecutive week would be like a 10, 15 minute, just talking about the kosha and talking about how this, you know, yeah, just what it is and how it applies to our day to day. Um, so there's some explanations as to like what to expect each week. And then the workbook itself contains, um, journal prompts, um, 
a, a, anywhere between two and four exercises that are very simple kind of, you know, practice like humming, like just go out into nature. They're invitations into nature, mm. how you can just kind of be in nature or how you might walk down the sidewalk, opening up in a different space of awareness. So they're, you know, practices that you can incorporate into your day-to-day -day life. It's not like you have to carve out special time for it. Um, and it's really, you know, there'll be a choice. You can do them all. You can do one. Um, you can do it every day. You can do it three times a week, you know, so it's, it's kind of laid out for you to pick and choose. Mm. Um, I would say that it probably would add up to maybe two hours a week. Nice. So, yeah. And then the main anchoring feature is this kind of small group community exactly. question and answer, check-in. Yeah, the idea, what I call there, um, I've done in, in I've, done a lot of nature-based practices that have included vision quests and uh, yeah, kind of working more out in nature and plant medicine work. And one of the practices that I've found incredibly powerful is something called the Way of Council. And it's something that human beings have been doing since like the dawn of time. And it really is just a way of sitting together and holding space in a, like a council circle. So mm. um, a lot of nature-based cultures and indigenous cultures have a real, um, you know, a real kind of value around just the community coming together and everybody having a sh an opportunity to share like where they're at and to drop into a space of sharing from the heart, everybody else is really listening from the heart, you know, and getting to the heart of the matter. So we're, it, we're not, you know, talking about chit-chatting, we're really just dropping into a place of presence mm -hmm. and speaking to, you know, what is important. So our opportunity in our live calls will be to um, drop into that space together. And I've found it to be a really powerful place of sharing. Um, so that's kind of the operating, mm. the, you know, um, intention behind mm. those live calls and just to kind of drop in as, as like-minded community. And what's wonderful is the few signups that we've, um, of people who are currently joining us are from all over the world. Like we have people um, from Australia, from um, the African continent, from North America, from <laughs> Europe. So I'm really excited about, you know, the, the quality of people who are actually coming in on this mm -hmm. are actually mm -hmm. from all over the place and will be bringing in their own, you know, connection to their communities and then being inspired and moving back out into their communities with these kind of skills and practices. So to me, a lot of this kind of sharing is also about getting to the heart of like our hearts and therefore, you know, managing the challenges and the mental health strains that are arising and at the same time finding ways to connect with each other all over the world. Mm. As we see, there's so much rising to the surface around racism and, 
and political, you know, um, division. And I really feel that this is an opportunity for us to come together in a different way that is held in a container of peace and how do we engage with each other from all walks of life in a healthy way. Um, so that really excites me too. So, you know, all of these elements I feel are kind of being woven into this opportunity. Awesome. Yeah. I, th I just want to pause on, on when you said it's a space for like-minded people to come together, but it's funny because even me myself, I mean, I've hundreds of retreats later, I still find it challenging sometimes to bring myself to a circle, whether it's a feeling of like, oh, I don't want to burden people with my story or I'm afraid what other people think of me or like, I don't actually have anything. You know, there's all mm -hmm. kinds of voices mm -hmm. operating in the mind. And I think one of the joys of coming together in these circles is that you recognize that they are like-minded people. You right. don't necessarily go in knowing, but as you hear other people's shares from their heart and engage in this kind of like big talk rather than small talk thing, yeah. then you recognize like, wow, I'm really not alone in my overwhelm and in my confusion and in my suffering and in my, you know, being challenged by the uncertainties of this moment thing. Totally, I totally agree. And it's in these kinds of circles where I've actually found the most, like, reflection in those feelings, right? Like, you think, oh, it's just me who feels this way. And then yeah. somebody across the circle voices exactly what you were feeling. You're like, oh, right, yeah, we're, we're really so alike, you know? Even we're, we're all human beings having from different backgrounds, but we share these same feelings and fears and so on. Yeah. And then I also just want to touch on that word integration because mm -hmm. we're also seeing this word rise up more and more just as mm -hmm. that word we're seeing it trauma arise more and more mm -hmm. and and I think this is the piece that until this point as far as I can see as a yoga teacher um that's been really missing from the equation. Totally. Up until we were all stopped in our tracks 6 7 months ago. Yeah. You know, it's been a lot about like peak experience after peak experience and yeah, let's go to Peru and drink the medicine and let's, you know, do a one-off meditation or one-off yoga retreat just to get that experience. And now, you know, especially people like you and I who have been more of this gypsy yoga teacher mm -hmm. teaching these peak experiences, these 200-hour teacher trainings where people come and they transform and then they leave and they go back out into the world and wonderful, right. but now we're having this opportunity to move into this field of integration. So can you yeah. speak a little bit more on integration, the importance, what, what that means? Well, you know, I think, yeah, so much of it has to do with, you know, ultimately we're living into a new way of being when we embark on any kind of retreat or training, right? It's, it's um, shifting us and aligning us more perhaps with our deeper purpose. Mm. And as we know, and as neuroscience and coaching and therapy and all of that, you know, it, it takes time for us to create new habits and new patterns. So we might have super powerful experiences on a yoga training or a retreat, 
Um, and then we go back to, you know, our kind of regular lives and we haven't had the opportunity to continue to practice and keep those new parts of us, you know, alive. And, and, and this takes time in our, our whole neuro, you know, circuitry. Um, so integration is something that happens over time and oftentimes we just, we don't have enough of that or we don't have the environment that's created that will help us maintain the practices that and the new habits that we may have picked up. Um, and there's something about, you know, we can pay lip service to it and, and want to do these things, but unless we're doing it and really embodying it, it's not gonna happen. And a really big, like, one of the, um, as part of integration, one of the um, phases that I see is really important is what I call reincorporation. Like mm. when we come off of a retreat or a training, there's a period of time where we're reincorporating back into, you know, our regular lives. And inherent in the word reincorporation is incorp, is embody, right? So right there in the word is embedded the need to embody. Mm -hmm. And these things take time and we have to, you know, we have to pay attention to that and really embody it for new ways of being to actually catch. So I think that's why integration is such an important phase to any transformational journey. Yeah, you got to take what's coming in and bring it through the heart and just into the cellular exactly. structure. Yeah, totally. I'm so happy you're doing this work. Yeah. And um, yesterday I was sharing again with Simone. Um, so for those of you just tuning in, we're talking with Simone McKay from Soma Journeys. You can find her on Instagram and you can find her website, Soma, S-O-M-A-H, Soma Journeys. Um, and uh, Simone is going to be offering, she's offering all kinds of soul mentoring programs and all kinds of in-person events, but starting with the new moon this Saturday, she's going to be doing a six-week soul mentorship based on the framework of this yogic concept of the koshas, these layers of our bodies, just to help you go deep and to help you connect with communicate and uh, commu community, pardon me. <laughs> and then of course, and the most important aspect, which, you know, doing this program over a course of time can really support is this integration aspect, not trying to have a peak experience, um, but really using time as a tool to help sink in these new ways of being, or maybe they're not even new, but just these, these ways of being that are really in alignment and in resonance with your highest frequency, with your highest vibration, with your highest self. Yeah. Um, so um, if you're just tuning in, make sure to check out Simone. But as I was telling her more and more about my journey, um, and I'm doing a lot of study and research and I've come across this woman, Marissa Peer, and she has this uh, talk about these three words that are missing from our culture, which is that I am enough. Mm. 
And so I've been, that really resonated with me, this feeling of like, oh, you need to put out your online courses and, and if not, you're not enough where, you know, we, many of us, especially, you know, a lot of my yoga teacher friends, we've stopped been being able to make money in the same way that we've been doing it. And so there's this feeling of like, oh, I don't have enough. I'm not enough if I were better. So it's a lot of internal narrative that maybe some of you guys can resonate with this just this our our root chakra this grounding this basic element of support as we've known it is just no longer there yeah, it's pretty wobbly it's a wobbly <laughs> which is why i felt it was so therapeutic to literally have my hands in the dirt just to feel okay there's nourishment there's connection nature is intelligent like there's just so much in there but I, I but as i was sharing this with simone i was just saying i've written i am worthy i am enough on my windows and on my mirrors so that it can stay in the forefront of my remembrance at all times until i do embody it more more fully and and i share this with you vulnerably and openly in the in the hope and also in the suspicion that some of you are really going to resonate and and know really really deeply what i'm talking about um that's that's why we're experimenting with this whole instagram live so yeah leave a comment if you know what i'm talking about so, so this, I am worthy, I am enough. And Simone said to me, well, if you really want to get it in there and then I'll, I'll let you, you take over. What yeah. did you say? Well, I'm so glad that you actually were like, Ooh, listening to yeah. you. I love listening to you. <laughs> um, well, this is the magic of meditation and yoga nidra specifically that works very strongly with sankalpa with intention setting or affirmations such as you know what you're talking about and if we look at the the layers of our being the you know what we see the densest part is the outer kind of lay the body is is our densest layer but we have all these subtler layers to us and actually, so at the subtlest level, our wisdom body or in, you know, in our, our soul essence, when we go into a meditative space where we're actually in a slightly altered state of consciousness, our brain waves are, you know, at a much slower kind of level rather than right now there we're in more of a beta. When we're down in alpha, theta, delta states, we can implant affirmations and uh, intentions into that place. And it's a subtler place, but it's a more powerful place. So it's like we're planting seeds in fertile soil, and they can then ripple out into our more denser layers. They ripple out through our mental, emotional, our energy body, and our physical body, and can actually then manifest into yeah the direction that you're actually wanting to move towards so you can use these tools of yoga nidra meditation very powerfully with making these kinds of shifts in your whole way of you know healing deeper beliefs core wounds um, 
and moving more in the direction that you actually want to blossom into. Mm. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm going to put you on the spot now. Uh huh. Unlike this entire interview. <laughs> yeah, right. Would you guide us through just a short, short meditation, just to sure. just to drop in, um, however feels intuitive in the moment? Sure. Yes. All right, so, people, get ready. <laughs> so just find a nice, comfortable seat wherever you are, whether you're lying down or you're seated, and just take a moment to pause and to become quiet and to feel your body connecting with the earth beneath you. So whether it's your butt on a chair or leaning back, your feet on the ground, just feel those connection points of your body grounding into the earth. Take a nice deep breath in and slowly release that breath out. And with that outgoing breath, let yourself relax and soften. And just allow a few nice natural breaths. If a few sighs come with it, just allow for that. Take a moment to just notice your physical body. So feel into your body. Notice any sensations that are present. And just opening a sense of awareness and receptivity and curiosity. And allow for the natural in and out flow of breath. And notice if any feelings are present. Emotions. And without any need to change or analyze or fix anything, simply note what's present. If any particular feelings or emotions are present, notice if they sit somewhere in your body or if they locate themselves anywhere. And notice any thoughts that are cycling through. The quality of your thoughts, are they busy or are they rather spacious? Simply noticing. to drop in even more, connecting in with 
your deeper wisdom. So how does your intuition speak to you? How do you sense that in your body when it arises? And just being curious. And then allow yourself to drop in even further right into a very feeling tone of you. The light of your own soul. What might that feel like? And can you just allow yourself to drop into that? Perhaps it's just a allowing yourself to just be without any doing, just letting yourself be. If there were no problems to solve, what is here now? And just allow that to come into a sense of presence. again the in and out flow of breath and then whenever you feel ready you can allow your eyes to start to open and see if you can remain connected to that sense of beingness that sense of presence within you as you let in the visual field. Notice the sounds around you. And from this place of presence, then moving back into your day. <laughs> Thank you so much, Simone. Thank you. When Pleasure. You, when you said what if there were no problems to solve some big knot inside of me just released mm, beautiful so thank you thank you thank you thank mm -hmm. you and thank you so much for this ig live experience <laughs> totally yes. both of us are definitely <laughs> you know push meeting our our social media edge definitely yes because i'm, I'm glad that you instigated this because <laughs> there's just like you know hopefully you out there if you've had a chance to catch the interview with simone or i and or maybe um you've come in late and you can watch the replay um you know our i think both of us individually collectively we just want to be able to use our experiences and support you and, and bring you insight and perspective and also just give you a little bit of this kind of raw behind the scenes look at humanity and just like what it means to be human from all of these different angles, whether it's, you know, 
being out in the world or just, you know, being identified as a yoga teacher or a yoga student or whatever it is. So um, I love the work that you do in the world. I love the, the person you are in this place that you that you share from. And I think that anyone who has the opportunity to work with Simone, well, you all have the opportunity, but any of you who, who go ahead and do it are really in for such a treat. Simone, Soma Journeys, true wisdom keeper, true light bringer, light bearer, um, and just, yeah, really beautiful support for your path. So she's starting the journey Saturday. One, Saturday. So Saturday. just one more time for the people. <laughs> what What is the journey that is starting on Saturday? Yeah, so it's a six-week uh, online soul-embodied mentoring where you will receive uh, self-guided practices. Well, guided, pre-recorded, I should say, but we drop in together once a week uh, and kind of take it all a little bit deeper and... I yeah provide the guidance as you as you move through this um, yeah these six weeks yeah and yeah it's soma journeys soma with an h s o m a h journeys dot net and my name's Simone McKay ah oh, thank you all so much for joining I want. Thank you so much for listening and tuning into our podcast today. I really hope that you got a lot from it and feel really inspired and uplifted. Please help us help you by spreading the love. Tell a friend, leave us a five-star review, and make sure to sign up to our love letter at pureflow.yoga to stay connected with the community and receive our free weekly love and inspirations, as well as be the first to know about our upcoming blog and podcast episodes. We're also going to share with you special deals on our Thailand yoga retreats that we just don't share anywhere else. And if you want to help support these efforts, which it takes a lot of time and love and energy to spread the love in this way, and we want to keep doing this for you. So please consider sharing a monthly donation, a contribution, and you can find that at pureflow.yoga slash podcast. So hope you have a really beautiful day, a really beautiful week. Feel free to reach out anytime and sending you so much love. Yeah.